villains, they make for a good storyline. After all, what would Star Wars be without Darth Vader, Batman without the Joker, the Avengers without Thanos? But villains are more than superheroes and their arch nemesis. Villains are a part of everyday life, often lurking in the shadows but leaving a lasting mark. Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird brings many villains to light, while Racism is a central storyline to Kill a Mockingbird also shines a spotlight on one of the most enduring villains of all, one that Harper Lee herself battled, alcoholism. As the characters and plot development in To Kill a Mockingbird demonstrate, alcohol is at the heart of most domestic violence. It stigmatizes people in the eyes of society, and it is a root cause for poverty. Domestic violence is a common social problem, and alcohol stands at the front of the pack as its lead contributor. Scientists and non-scientists alike have long recognized a strong association between alcohol consumption and violent or aggressive behavior, more so than any other drug. Alcohol disrupts normal brain function, which scientists believe encourages aggressive and violence. According to the National Institute of Alcohol, Alcohol weakens brain mechanisms that normally restrain impulsive behaviors, including inappropriate aggression. Because alcohol consumption often occurs in the home, it is not surprising that family members like spouses and even children become the target of alcoholics' aggressive wrath. The World Health Organization estimates that roughly 55% of domestic abuse perpetrators consumed alcohol prior to the assault. Another study from Greenfield Sciences concludes there are 11.1 million victims of violent crime each year, and almost 1 in 4, or 2.7 million, report that the offender had been drinking alcohol prior to committing the offense. This number jumps significantly from 25% to 67% when family is involved. According to a national crime survey, among attacks committed by a current or former intimate partners of the victims, Two out of every three of the offenders had been drinking prior to the attack. More alarming, 85% of victims of domestic violence are female. To Kill a Mockingbird realistically depicts the sad but true relationship between alcoholism and domestic violence. Bob Ewell is an alcoholic. In introducing Bob Ewell to the storyline, Atticus tells Gem and Scout, but when a man spends his relief checks on green whiskey, his kids have a way of crying of hunger pains. Even though Tom Robinson's fate hangs on her testimony, fear of her abusive, alcoholic father drives Mayella to stick to her story and testify that Tom Robinson raped her. And because of her pervasive racism among the Maycomb townspeople, the jury believes Mayella and convicts Tom Robinson. Racism and alcohol are a dreadful duo. To Kill a Mockingbird also brings the light to societal stereotypes associated with alcohol. The novel is set in 1933, the same year the 21st Amendment to the United States Constitution brought an end to the prohibition. This is no coincidence. Prohibition led to the growth of widespread political corruption and gang activity. Crime spiked. Popularity for the Ku Klux Klan reached new heights. Ironically, excessive alcohol consumption during prohibition increased exponentially. Alcohol became the villainous scapegoat of these societal problems and stereotypes took hold. Victoria McCann says society often views addicts and alcoholics with disdain, blaming them for not having the strength or willpower to quit. Society hates addicts. Alcoholics are seen as nothing more than bums and junkies. There are homeless men living on the street, drinking out of a brown paper bag. Society makes these judgments despite the fact that addiction plagues people from all walks of life, rich, poor, middle class, across every ethnic group. Harper Lee embraces these stereotypes in her character development. 
Dolphus Raymond is depicted as the town drunk. Lee writes remarks like, don't see how he stays in the saddle, and how can you stand to get drunk 4-8 in the morning? Lee uses these stereotypes to bring to life the judgmental tendencies of Maycomb society. In another instance, Dolphus Raymond says, if I weave a little and drink out of this sack, folks can say Dolphus Raymond is in the clutches of whiskey. That's why he won't change his ways. This quote emphasizes how quick people in Maycomb were to judge Dolphus Raymond's unorthodox ways and label him as a drunk. Just like how they assumed Tom Robinson's raped Mayela because he was a big, strong black man. Ironically, it was Dolphus Raymond who used these stereotypes to his advantage. He was not a drunk. He sipped Coca-Cola out of his brown paper bag to keep the townspeople away. Just like you can't judge a book by its cover, To Kill a Mockingbird shows you cannot judge the human race by stereotypes. The stigma associated with alcohol abuse leads to another problem, poverty. Poverty stands as one of America's biggest national crises. The United States Census Bureau reports the official poverty rate in 2020 was 11.4%, up 1% from 105 in 2019. This means 37.2 million people in the United States live in poverty. Child poverty affects one in seven children. The topic of poverty is widely considered a cause for national action because poor families often encounter material hardships and reduced well-being and because children who grow up in poor households are less likely to thrive as adults. Many believe once in poverty, always in poverty. The cycle is very hard to break. Alcohol fuses the vicious cycle of poverty. As one expert notes, due to alcohol, parental roles are neglected and too often abandoned. Wages are drowned in alcohol, household economy is ruined, jobs are lost, and health issues even exaggerate the dire situation. As a result, scarce resources can be invested in health, healthy nutritious foods, and children's primary education and school materials, often depriving children of their right to primary education. Without quality education and a solid role models, children lack the skills and tools needed to rise up out of poverty and instead of fall prey to repeating the only pattern of conduct they know. To Kill a Mockingbird depicts the poverty cycle through the Ewell family. The Ewell family had been the disgrace of Maycomb for three generations. The family lived behind the town garbage dump that was once a Negro cabin. The house was no different than the location. The cabin's plank walls were supplemented with tin cans hammered flat so only its general shape suggested its original design. Its windows were merely open spaces in the wall, which in the summertime were covered with greasy strips of cheesecloth to keep out the varmints that feasted on Maycomb's refuse. The children did not go to school, except for the first day to get the Tront lady of their cause. Alcohol seems to be at the center of Ewell's unfortunate situation. None of them had done any honesty day's work. Bob Ewell preferred to spend his relief checks on alcohol over giving his family a better life. Ultimately, Bob Ewell's alcohol abuse brought an early end to his life and left his children orphaned. Given the situation, it is not a far stretch to conclude that the Ewell children will continue to live in poverty. To Kill a Mockingbird compellingly illustrates the direct link between alcoholism and long-standing social problems. Alcohol is the villain behind many acts of violence and antagonizing events. From Bob Ewell's abuse of his children's to attack on Jemin's scout, just as its countless victims of domestic abuse. Alcohol fueled the Ewell family's never-ending cycle of poverty, just as it does for many families today. 
Stereotypes tied to alcohol drove Maycomb to looking condescendingly upon Dolphus Raymond, just as modern society looks down on addicts and alcoholics. Alcohol is one villain that is as present today as to, it was to kill a mockingbird.